So we're on the last session of our summer mixtape series and I'm really excited because I've thoroughly been enjoying all the speakers that we've had. And now we have the wonderful Sarah Meacham who's going to come and bring us the word. So I hope you're going to be inspired and encouraged with what she has to share on prayer and intimacy. Good morning, Zio family. I'd like to briefly share with you my experience doing a residential Christian retreat and how it impacted my personal faith journey. Now, despite being a teacher, I'm not used to giving this type of talk, so do forgive me for relying on my notes during this. There were two main reasons why I decided to try a retreat. Firstly, I wanted to seek God's guidance and direction for the next stage of my life, and some close friends recommended a Christian retreat called Ashburnham Place near Hastings. And secondly, I wanted to seek a stronger sense of God's presence in my life. And I thought that having some time away with fewer distractions might help with that. So I booked in for a short residential stay at Ashburnham Place, which is set in beautiful grounds around a lake with a prayer centre and a tea room. Whether by coincidence of its location or by stroke of genius, there is very little reception there. So I was forced into a holiday from emails, texts and other phone related distractions. I'll be honest, as an extrovert who gets energy from being around other people, I really struggled at first with the peacefulness and solitude and I very nearly drove home on my first night there. However, I persevered and eventually I settled into the experience spending time with God, just as I might a human friend, going for walks around the lake and praying and talking to him and journaling in my Bible over coffee and cake in the tea room. There are a few specific things I did that I found particularly helpful. One was to paraphrase some of the Psalms to turn them into personal prayers. Psalm 136, which begins, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, his faithful love endures forever. Help me to be grateful before God and remember the many blessings that he's given me. And Psalm 57, which starts, have mercy on me, O God, have mercy, and speaks of God's mercy and protection. Help me to intercede for friends and family and situations in my heart. Another thing I tried was reciting aloud scripture which I felt inspired to do by a suggestion in Pete Gregg's brilliant book, How to Pray, where he talks about reciting aloud some of the Psalms. So I decided to try this one afternoon whilst walking around the lake, um, having double and triple checked that there was no one else around first. I read in my notebook some of the scriptures that I'd felt prompted to write down. And at first I felt a bit silly reading them out loud. But then I had a special moment that made that feeling fade. And I'd like to read you what I wrote in my notebook afterwards. As I was walking by the lake at Ashburnham, reciting some scriptures, when I read this passage from Luke, chapter 11, verse 9, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. I actually heard the sound of a door creaking open so loud it was unmistakable. It made me jump because I was surrounded by trees, lake and fields, no houses anywhere nearby. In fact, I looked around to see if there was a house or shed I hadn't noticed, but there wasn't. 
Now I'm quite sure that the sound came from a bird or the wind moving a branch or something like that. But I'm also sure it was my Heavenly Father using that moment to show me he's with me and is listening to me. This was significant for me because one of the reasons for doing the retreat was to seek a stronger sense of God's presence in my life. So how did the retreat impact my personal faith journey? Well, it definitely gave me a tangible sense of God's presence. For me, this wasn't every minute of every day, but there were clear moments of feeling surrounded by God's presence that have really encouraged me in the time since then. I also found practical ways to worship and pray that work for me, such as paraphrasing the Psalms that I've continued to use since. Plus, I was reminded of the value of building intentional time with God into my life. When I first came back from the retreat, I started booking mini retreats into my calendar, perhaps a morning or just a couple of hours where I'd go to a local park or sit in the garden and switch my phone off and spend time being in God's presence, praying, listening to worship music. We know as Christians that Jesus is always with us, but we also know that to build relationships, build good relationships, we need to spend quality time with people. It's why we might meet with friends, why we might schedule date nights with a partner, even when we live with them. As I close this short thought, I want to be real and say, I know that for most of us, taking longer residential retreats just isn't practical due to family, work, life commitments. But I hope it has encouraged you to consider what you could fit into your life, whether that's just an hour to begin with, that you find somewhere peaceful in the house and just turn off the distractions and focus on being in God's presence. Perhaps the house isn't a good place to do that, but you could go for a walk or go to a cafe or somewhere else that you can find some peace to be with God. Because I'd encourage you that however you can build it in, it is absolutely worth it. As I was finishing this talk, I was reminded of the scripture in Luke uh, chapter 5, verses 15 to 16. Yet the news about him, that's Jesus, spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Jesus is our ultimate example to follow. And so if it was good enough for him, then it's good enough for me. I'd love to close with a really short prayer. Father, thank you that you have promised to always be with us. Would you help each of us to find time in our busy lives to retreat to a quiet place with you where we might simply enjoy being in your presence? Amen. How amazing was that? Sarah, we absolutely loved what you had to share with us. I really loved that whole thing that you were saying about retreating with God, going away and spending time with God. I think that's so crucial to our prayer life. And so next up, we have the wonderful Jess. So Jess, over to you. We're so excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Hey everyone, hope you're all having a great Sunday. My name's Jess and as part of the Summer Mixtape series, I'm going to be talking to you about 
why it's so important to pray and some things that we should do while we pray. So my first point is praying allows us to invite God into our lives because God is a gentleman. He's not going to invade our lives and do everything single-handedly with no input from us. Because as humans, we have free will that God has given to us, which means we have the choice of whether we want to welcome God into our lives or reject God from our lives. And so it really is up to us to let God change your life around um, and start seeing the work that he can do in your life. So this is really highlighted for me in Revelations chapter three, verse 20, which says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, then I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. So what I really like about this verse is that God is already standing at the door and already knocking at the door. And all we need to do is to hear his voice and he will enter. And this is why praying is so important in our lives, because in order to hear his voice, we have to set a time apart from our day to spend time with God in prayer and fellowship with him. And this can only be achieved through prayer because as human beings, it's very natural for us to get caught up with our own lives. We're all so busy, we have so much to do and with everything going on around us, it can be really difficult to focus uh, and put our attention solely on God. And with all this going around, the volume in our lives will just rise higher and higher and higher. So it can be harder to hear God knocking at the door. And so by praying and allowing ourselves to spend quiet time with God away from all the distractions in our lives, it will be so much easier to hear him knocking at our door and we can then let him in. And although it would be great to literally pray without ceasing, I think here Paul means that we should have a routine of praying and pray consistently, where instead of perhaps waking up in the morning and going straight for your phone to check your Instagram, your WhatsApp, your Snapchat notifications, because I do it, I know a lot of us probably do it because it's natural, we should start off our day praying and end our day praying. So maybe take a few minutes out of the start and end of your day to pray, to spend time with God and make God the centre and focus of your life to show him how he is the most important thing in your life and better your relationship with him. Because prayer is most probably one of the most powerful weapons God has given us. And so in order to use that, we should acknowledge the power, strength, and value of prayer and make it one of the biggest priorities of our lives. Finally, prayer is needed for us to be able to form a strong and stable relationship with God. So if you think back to your relationships with your family, your friends, and just stop and imagine for a second if you didn't talk to them for a day, 
or if you didn't talk to them for two days or if this time kept increasing and increasing and increasing and you didn't talk to them for months, years, decades. Imagine how weak your relationship would get with that specific family member or friend. And it's the same with God, because when you pray to God, it's not just a monologue. It's not just you talking to God. It's a dialogue between the two of you. It's a conversation and how a relationship is formed between the two of you. And so when we forget to pray and when we start to pray less consistently, our relationship with him becomes weaker and we begin to stray away from God and feel less close to him. And ultimately, this is why prayer is so important in bettering your relationship with God. As well as this, the verse 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 says that we should pray without ceasing. Wow, just how amazing. Thank you so much for bringing that word. We are so rooting for you over here. And I love that you reminded us that prayer is a mighty, mighty weapon and it should be our number one focus. And now for the last Summer Mixtape series, we have the wonderful Ben Judson who's going to bring the word. So over to you, Ben. <laughs> I wanted to name this soundbite, The Kingdom Belongs to the Little Ones. And as we explore this and uh, journey through this together over the next few minutes, I wanted to start with a scripture from Mark 10. We're in verse 13, where Jesus is with his disciples, and it says, One day some parents brought their children to Jesus so that he could touch them and bless them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. When Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples, and he said to them, Let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God, like a child does, will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms, and he placed his hands on their heads, and he blessed them. I want us to be challenged and encouraged by the scripture, and by considering what was it about the children that made their spirits, their hearts and minds, such a place that was fertile and rich soil for the seeds of heaven and the seeds of his kingdom to land and take root. When I think of a child, I think of someone who's humble and as they run around and play, their mindset, their imagination is endless. Things can fly that could never fly. The impossible is, is probable. And as we, as we consider that, I want us to think about when we dialogue, when we come before our God, who is, who is good, who is limitless, who lives in a realm where resources and the ability to break through are endless, uh, he has no limit on his resource to break in and to, uh, to really change and shape your life for good. It, is, this the, is this the mindset, is this the expectation that we have when we come before God, that he is able to do anything and that he wants to do it more than we do, more than we want. His desire to see breakthrough and, and peace and wholeness in our life uh, is greater than even we want for ourselves. That is an amazing father, an amazing father who a child would want to come to and be blessed by. So as we consider this, um, are we allowing our mindsets, are we allowing our hearts to be childlike, a humble, and ready for God to do it the way that he wants to do it, 
free of offence in a way that we can let him do it in, in any way that he sees fit, acknowledging that his ways are above us. So I want us to leave us with, uh, with a prayer and, and thought that um, we can freely come and ask God to shape our mindset, to, to paint on the canvas of our mind, our imagination, to welcome the Holy Spirit in, to, to use our imagination as a canvas to speak to us and to show us the will of the Father. So let's just pray for a minute and uh, invite Holy Spirit to do that. So Holy Spirit, I just ask you that you'd shape our minds, you'd make us a place where you can come and freely rest, that you would create in us a, a fertile ground, uh, free of inhibitions, free of uh, constraints when it comes to our imagination, our, our expectations on what you are capable of. Yeah, Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and renew our minds. Uh, give us the mind of Christ that we can, we can see on the canvas of our imagination the will of the Father and that you'd use that to shape our prayer life. You'd use that to enable us to draw closer to you with expectation as we pursue you for the more, as we pursue you for your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, and I hope that you've been encouraged by this uh, scripture and those thoughts about how we shape our prayer life. Wow, Ben, thank you so much. We absolutely love that word. And I just love how you drew on um, childlike mm. faith. I mean, how amazing is that? And I just heard right here in the team, we were just reflecting on that. And it's not about being childish, but it's being childlike. And what does that mean? That means fully depending and trusting on God, fully relying on him, fully like just being open and explorative and curious in your faith and just asking these questions and just surrendering it to him in prayer. I love that, Ben. Thank you so much.